0: The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9 30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? <laughs>
1: And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're ready to talk gardening with you at 308-8866. I don't
2: know. It might be more fun to talk Powerball winning.
1: Yeah, that was fun. All right. <laughs> Roger's we're, already spent his money. But,
2: yeah, we yeah, were spe- speculating uh, what a per- person would do with with Roger from the staff and if they won the Powerball. Uh, Roger did not win. No, but he had a pl- his plan. His plan is in place. He obviously thought about
1: it. All right, 308-88-67, 308-8867, That's our number. Trace is up here on the porch with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road over here at Mel Berkers. And, Trace, the one thing I do see a lot of folks doing is, like that woman, carrying around their uh, SAWS card.
3: They're, they're starting to show up at a, at a good clip now. Uh, it was a little slow start. And uh, as it get, comes to an end several months from now every day there'll be more and more yeah. people yeah. But,
2: but what wasn't slow was the use of the of your your uh, display.
3: Even the people that are not viewing the sauce package stop at that.
2: yeah, appreciate that having uh, being able to look at plants and compare them plants that they're not real familiar with. so yeah it was quite an educational uh, event the thing I was noticing this morning was, uh, Pentas and and lantanas were going out of there, and obviously yesterday they a bunch went out too. A lot too. of
3: pentas. That's a great price, three eighty eight.
2: Yeah, and they look good. And the thing about the pentas are of course you, they look good now, and easy to transplant. Put them in a larger container in the in the shade or in the ground, and they won't miss a bet. They'll just continue blooming the way they are right up until the weather gets real cold.
3: There's still a few of those Carlos Lantanas too.
2: Yeah. Nobody knows. No. no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we yeah we're the only ones here. That, you know, there's, I'm sure there's people in the audience that know what you're talking about. Do you want to tell them about Carlos Lantana?
3: Well, it's a it's a pun on words, but it is a be- or names I should say. It's a beautiful lantana that uh, uh, Calvin was asking me about yesterday. From a distance, it looks really red, but when you get close to it, it's more of a an aggie color,
2: maroon,
4: yeah.
2: and the flower. You can't you get, even say it, huh? When you yeah. get closer to it, the flower gets more typically lantana with a little yellow center. You know, the yeah. two two tone and. The
3: but it's a it's structure. An up, it's an upright variety and a spectacular color.
2: And like all the other lantanas, uh, hummingbirds love it and the butterflies love them. This time of the year is especially good uh, lantana time. That looks like a. Painted Lady Butterfly over there under, uh, see, uh, see her? She's on the g- New Gold Lantana over there, right at the corner of the whiskey half whiskey barrel. No, oh, no, I don't see it.
1: I see a bee. Mm-hmm. I see a bee, too. I think he's pointing at the other,
2: okay. the other Lantana. Right, right, yeah, right at the, the just, New Gold, right under all the those, pink.
3: All those Lantana aren't special, as well as all the other one gallon six ninety nine perennials that are in front of the two-story here are, on, are all on special. For 388. And
2: yeah. Excusing and including those huge tropical milkweeds. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, they look nice. They look good. That'll be, uh, they'll be in great shape. Put those in your garden and you'll be ready for the. Um, Monarchs that should be here in a month and a half.
3: We still have a, a few tomatoes left uh, in four and a half inch, and surprisingly, we still have some of the six packs. So there's oh, still, really? still some Lavaca, Roma Surprise, and uh, the uh, uh, Red Rub- Ruby Crush. Rub- Ruby Crush, okay.
2: And more are coming there, Tuesday. Huh?
3: There should be a bunch coming in this week. Good. Um,
5: the main shipment.
3: The main shipment. Dave, David went by. I assume you were with David when he was looking at them. Yeah. So uh, I think this week we got like 50 50 flats of tomatoes coming altogether. So uh,
2: that's great. That well, including including, including yeah. uh, one of my favorites, Surefire. Yeah. Surefire that's, that's and in there. Uh, I'm gonna yeah I've got 18 uh, three of six different varieties in the garden so far, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do the Ruby Crush. So we can compare it to BHn 968 and then also surefire. I need three surefires.
3: and some of the other vegetable selections were actually better, so there's going to be a few more peppers and squash and cucumbers and beans coming in.
1: Cool. So, um, I'm sorry, I was watching the dog chicken.
3: so we should have a, a, a of yeah. vegetables in.
1: So veggies see. coming in and uh, more
3: gallon canned tomatoes as well as the, those special varieties.
1: And these are the varieties, by the way, that are, are, that are known to do well in San Antonio. These are the ones that are recommended.
2: That's the only
3: ones that we would stock.
2: Yep, and the ones that did spectacularly last fall. Last fall was the, the best uh, fall tomato uh, year I have ever had. And uh, I think a lot of gardeners, um, a lot of that had to do with weather. But, but a lot of it, I think, had to do with the varieties that we selected and recommended and the fact that uh, people took took our advice and got them in earlier than they had in
5: past yeah, years. We, we want to get them in now, even though the weather's a little bit hot. It was, <laughs> it was a little bit hot. Little, <laughs> I'm being a little optimistic, yeah. or, uh, overly realistic, I guess. But uh, uh, again, if you, if you if you want to try them this year for the first time, or or we want a kind of an outline of how to grow them. Uh, on plantanswers.com, under topics of the month, I got the uh, article uh, that Calvin wrote about uh, what was it, two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, on uh, growing fall tomatoes. And uh, it's under, under topics of the month in red, and it's under the tag of uh, finch fall tomato article. And it's just kind of a step-by-step, uh, write-up on exactly, uh, what to do for the, for the, uh, fall tomato crop and, and a fairly a complete, uh, uh, write-up on exactly how to, how to grow fall tomatoes and so you can have, definitely have Thanksgiving tomatoes and possibly here, uh, most of the time you'll have Christmas tomatoes. So, uh, uh, that's on the Finch Fall Tomato article. And then uh, uh, Plant
2: Answers. Yeah,
5: on PlantAnswers.com.
2: Yeah, it's not hard. You just got a you know little soil preparation. The key, yeah, the key is keep watering.
5: Yeah, pre-irrigation.
2: Yeah, get the water, the soil uh, moist before planting, and then you water. Um, basically, you'll need to water every day for well, uh, as long as it's 100-degree right. heat. Right. And, and if you like so.
3: seminars, we're going to have a seminar on uh, fall vegetable gardening at the end of the month, part one. And part two will be in September. There's a lot of things you can grow for fall, and you need to be getting prepared for, uh, for other things, not just the tomatoes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You need to do a, a blood drive, too. Oh, yeah. When, when, why don't we have one next week? I think we should. Okay. That's done. Next Saturday, 10 to 1.30, we're having a blood drive. Let's make it special. He
2: likes okay. to pretend he's organizing these things on the well, spur of the moment.
3: Uh-huh. Nobody you know, knows. Uh, m- normally the blood drive people give you something, and we give you a $10 gift certificate. But this year, we're or this time we're doing something extra special to, to try and encourage more people to come out. If you take a selfie of like you inside the bus or somebody else takes you a picture, Inside the bus or outside the bus, and we can tell that you're in there. Then you you put it on our Facebook, and so it's going to be a Facebook challenge. One of those people is going to win an extra gift certificate, and I believe Charles said $50? That's what he said. So you're going to get 10 for just showing up for it, and you could be the winner of an additional 50 That's worth giving some blood.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, and, a, it's a nice thank you. Plus, actually, when you share, because of the way social media works, it will encourage other people.
5: To come out and get blood too. So,
2: well, and Jerry said you can make it special by laying in front of the bus.
5: Yeah, like you're getting run mm-hmm. over by the I, bloodmobile. If one, and if you remember, blood. the
2: opinions of Jerry are purely his own. Jerry, <laughs> if you if you hand, handled the camera, maybe you could take a picture. Because what they normally do when I come is kind of lock the doors, or yeah, or if yeah. I get inside, they kind of throw me out because they don't want to review my travels to <laughs> South Africa and wherever yeah. I've gone to make a determination whether they want my blood or not.
1: I just don't want to hear you whining about the cookies.
2: Cookies. cookies. Uh, in are these
1: fricking. homemade? What in a ba- oh You know, back when I gave blood, way back in the day, you used to get homemade cookies because they cared about people. Not now, apparently. Okay, I'll leave. But I'm leaving under
3: duress. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, mm -hmm. stone that guy rolled over with. Uh -uh. We got a new new line of stepping stones where they're they're actually impregnated with flagstone. So we've got Texas shape and we've got some round ones and square ones. And instead of being like your normal cement color or with little pebbles on top, these have larger pieces of flagstone embedded in them. Huh. That sounds neat. Quite pretty.
2: Cool. And, uh, tell he kind of changed the topic, didn't he? He did.
1: Uh, he was very well, good saw, at that. I
3: saw it, and I figured I might, yeah, well. no, mm-hmm. might as well.
1: And uh, we there are a couple of things we probably don't talk about enough uh, before we get to the plant of the weekend. One, you do have lots of uh, hardscape.
4: Huh. Oh, you like,
1: uh, like that
3: kind of stuff. Uh, um, Decomposed granite, oh. stepping stones, flagstone. Well, the a, other lot thing, a lot yeah. of people are making sitting areas.
2: Yeah, um, they've got a they do that they do have a huge area a lot a lot of selection. The other thing that we don't promote enough are the all the bird baths.
3: Well, that's where it's bird baths, fountains, and benches. because yeah. that way you know you can sit out and watch your bird bath if you get a bench. I
2: had a, we had a friend visit, and this was a few weeks ago. Uh, Trace, I don't know if you remember, but she came to the uh, nursery with me. I was buying a bunch of stuff, and she wandered off. Next thing I knew, I'm um, the staff and I are loading this uh, huge bird bath. I remember into my car so she can carry it back to uh, unknown Texas or uncertain Texas, where uh, Cattle Lake, you know. So it, the selection is huge, and they're all really unusual things, and a lot of recirculating uh, products too. And water gardens we don't talk as much as we should about the water garden
1: stuff that you guys have here
3: you bet we've got everything you need to build one uh-huh. uh, including the plants and the fish yep so it's a one-stop shop for uh, for waterfalls ponds pondless stuff we've got we've got something to make uh, everybody's backyard a water oasis.
1: All right, and then so uh, Millburgers, uh, For more information about all the stuff they have, go to MilbergerNursery.com. That's where you also find about the upcoming uh, seminar on veggie garden, both for adults and kids. And um, that's where you'll find about, about find out about the blood drive. And we, we're only on the radio will you find out about the plant of the weekend. Weekend, weekend. Do you want to tell us?
3: Sure. <laughs> hey. All right. So most everybody knows what <coughs> what a red yucca is. And mm-hmm. I've always questioned why it got that name, because the red yucca is really not very red. <coughs> it's more of a coral uh, coral color.
2: But when there's not a better red available, you want to call things red. They sure.
3: S- yeah. yeah. Uh, but now... But now there is a red, a true red available. Uh, it's called brake lights. Uh, the overall stature of the plant seems to be a little shorter than the, the traditional red yucca. Because it has a brilliant red flower, so I encourage everybody to to uh, go Google it and yeah. see the picture, and you'll be quite impressed. And I bet you you'll call in, and we can reserve one for you.
1: Yeah, go go see it on Google, and you will be impressed. Uh, just uh, do a image search for uh, brake lights uh, yucca, and then um, how are we stocked up? We okay? Uh, we're still good. Good. All right. So, 497 3760 is the number to call. It's twenty four ninety nine in the uh, three gallon container. 497 3760. That's the number for Millburgers. And so, if you can't come today because you're staying inside, because uh, you're worried about the rain that now has moved on, uh, hopefully we still
3: get a little rain. Sure. I saw something for late tonight or tomorrow morning. I saw it tomorrow morning. Uh,
2: tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, next four days, maybe sure felt and, like it was
3: going to happen this yeah, morning. Yeah,
1: it sure did when I was driving up. It looked great. Um, so, anyway, the uh, call 497-3760. And so you can come pick it up tomorrow or you can come pick it up uh, on Tuesday or something. And just make the arrangements with them, 497-3760.
5: Cool. And the one I'm looking at has got three plants in the same pot. Uh,
1: why does he do that? <laughs> Does it now? I'm leaving right now. Okay, uh, I'm, we're going to take there. a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road. You know, even in the dog days of summer, there's always something happening at milburger's Gardening classes for children, gardening classes for adults, blood drives, special events, and all kinds of terrific items on sale. How can you find out about all these? Well, you go to milburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn all about these great events that are coming up. Now, you'll also learn about what's on sale. I'll tell you a little bit right now. Right now, Millburgers has John Fannock perennial flocks on sale. This is a terrific plant. It's beautiful. It's on sale in the quart container. It smells wonderful. It'll tolerate the heat. It'll bloom this summer, and you'll absolutely love it. On sale, quart size only two ninety nine. Milburgers is having a special group perennial sale with special perennials on sale, all your favorites in the one gallon container now just three hundred eighty eight. You'll find these and much, much more at Milburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four on Boulevard Road.
4: make the call
5: before you fall it's time to call safe showers your tub is nice but slick as ice it's time to call safe showers
6: one morning when my wife and i finally admitted that we were both having difficulties climbing in and out of our slippery old bathtub every time we showered it was time to call safe showers They explained in detail everything they would do, and in just two days, they did everything they said they would do. We took our first safe shower the third day after the project began and loved it. If you want a safe shower, call them, 655-1111. That's 655-1111. Visit them on the web at safeshowers.com or call 655-1111 for a showroom appointment.
1: Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call.
0: Say
6: showers.
7: 655-1111. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Forum HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan, 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations.
8: Breaking news. President Trump's nominee to head of the FBI is pledging to remain free from political interference.
0: Stimulating talk.
2: Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles is now an artist selling paintings for up to $2,000. I'd like to know who bought a painting by a chimp for two grand.
6: The answer. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep
8: raising interest rates for the foreseeable future.
0: Stimulating talk.
8: Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? people starting to think maybe values are the issue the answer
1: and welcome back to millburgers gardening south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer our phone number 308 88 67 308 88 67 the lines are open so this is a good time to call in we'll spend some time with you just like uh calvin uh, spent some time with some folks talking about their lawn uh what did y'all finally decide
2: well, we decided it was chinch bugs, I think oh. Jerry and I kind of come to the conclusion this time of the year that we're seeing two main problems on the San Augustine lawn. One is a take-all patch, yeah, which is tough to deal with, uh, and then chinch bugs. And the chinch bugs like the hottest part of the lawn, and their pattern of damage is uh, kind of a moth-eaten look, uh, not not real. Solid patterns, other than sometimes if you they usually start at the hottest part and then they gra- gravitate out. But the other thing is that they the roots aren't dead when the chinch bugs the chinch bugs just oh. suck the juices, and so then that, that's and this this homeowner recognized that he had already made a search and the roots were doing, doing fine. It was just the top with take all patch, you got roots are deader than a doornail, yeah. yeah. And so there, there you got a much longer wait uh, than you do a. So it comes back
1: because it's got to spread back in. Huh? It's a much uh, longer wait, you say, for it to come back.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the chinch chinch bugs are real uh, vulnerable to a good soil insecticide, and so you treat them, then you expect the lawn to be repaired as soon as it gets some water. take all patch. You do the sphagnum peat moss, right? And, and then, and you need water too. And, but it's what you're talking. You're talking about there is trying to get some spread into the area, and you're talking about trying to acidify the the area to deal with the with the uh, disease. Do you just
1: acidify the area that's the circle, or do you acidify well,
2: beyond it?
5: Well, you do a little circle, beyond. Within the circle and beyond it for about three feet. Oh, about three feet? That's not bad.
2: Yeah, but not. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to do the whole lawn.
1: So once you've done it, you really won't know whether it worked until
2: you start seeing growth back in that area? Right. Right. Well, and
4: I've, I've
1: done it. not spreading.
2: I've done it not on my own lawn, but on some neighbor's lawn six or seven times. And five times it's worked. For two times, I never did figure out what. Um, so it's a little unpredictable. And you, you know, you're you're talking about a spreading the sphagnum peat moss and and then restoring that when uh, you, when that wears out. So it's a process.
1: So 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 once it's you figure it's done, can you just cut out if the area is? say the size
2: of a kitchen table you know five feet around well you can't with the takeoff patch you really can't because the ta- the, the disease is in the soil oh and you can at some point you, the grass you can redo grass but I've tried to do it I mean in fact you can see the gra- the grass wants to generally if that shows up people water. And the uh, the healthy San Augustine will send their their shoots in there and they and they'll die oh and so, so so it's not it's not <laughs> a,
5: sad anyway. yeah. it is
2: sad and then that's when you know your your lawn is on the way to recovery is when those when the sphagnum the acidification works and the shoots don't die I mean those sprouts that go into the and then it's just a matter of time.
1: And you were talking last week with the woman about the sphagnum, and did we ever determine how tall you wanted to to pile it before you watered it in? Mm-hmm. How much? How thick did you want to? Well, Jerry. G- Jerry was like at five the, the feet. I think.
2: Research indicates <laughs> that it's it's only like a ha- half an inch yeah, or so. Yeah.
1: Oh, good. Well, that's not I, I'm
2: inclined to do a little more, but that's it's not real practical to do much more than than. Than that it's well, better it's, to.
5: it's k- hard to get it spread that thin yeah, yeah. that stuff is Bagna-pia.
2: it's matted and it's yeah. independent but if you can do that spend the time to do that and then you know every couple weeks kind of replace any places that that uh, get pulled apart or the you know, deer take kick out of the way and then uh the, that's that's best, if you can do it that way.
1: All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. eight88
5: looking in a newspaper. Uh, we didn't mention Calvin's article about uh, working with water restrictions in yesterday's S.A. Essay, essay life section, Section C. And uh, so uh, uh, he's talking about uh, ways that you can uh, ways that you can work with the water restrictions, and and, and we're getting pretty close to stage two, right? Uh, stage. Yeah,
2: we. I kept thinking like last week's forecast it was like four days in a row, but when you get a trace two two days, that doesn't. It's going to stop stage two stage two is just a little it's still once a week but it's just a little more restrictive in terms of times yeah if i if i remember right stage three is when it really gets serious you go to once every two weeks
5: no oh. uh, so anyway you want to want to pick up a, read that article it's on them it's in like i say yesterday's paper and uh got got a lot of good information uh Let's see. You see, I didn't realize that uh, the, the newsletter, San Antonio, uh, the, uh, you may, you mentioned your number one uh, recommendation is uh, to uh, visit uh, GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Sign up for a landscape newsletter. Includes a calculation of the water needed by the lawn every week based on the heat, humidity, and rainfall for the period. It's free and will be sent to you electronically every week. And yeah, you don't even uh, have to be a
2: SAWS customer to get that. Yeah,
5: that's GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. And that Mark, Mark Peterson. That's Mark Peterson's newsletter, right?
2: Yeah, and the idea there is they tell you Mark's using the... Weather data collected from weather stations, and telling you based on that weather, the humidity and the heat. This is how much water you need uh, to maintain that turf. Water the, you know, when your day comes, put this much water down, and it doesn't. You know, it's not overly generous, um, but it's enough. It's enough to. Generally, to maintain a good green color, and of course, it's, the lawn will stay uh, stay alive. Jerry, back when we did those, uh, we're doing a lot of that kind of research. There was, was some outrageous percentage uh, of uh, irrigation systems that had that had these really huge variations on the water they applied. Yeah, you know the one may have applied a a tenth of an inch, while uh, another place in the lawn was applying a whole inch. Right, and so going that uh, fine tuning based on uh, on the uh, a system working exactly the way it's supposed to really isn't doesn't work. So you have to kind of do an average. And then rely on your
9: hand water
2: to supplement, Uh, or some folks have identified. Well, you and I have done that. Well, I'm not watering any of the lawn, but uh, you you water the most important part, and then you let the other some of the other parts go dry for the for the summer, and if it's San Augustine in shade or if it's Bermuda or buffalo or soysia grass, they can, they can survive the going dry. They don't look. Yeah. Everybody's trying to t- convince us that brown is as pretty as green, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> maybe, well, maybe, well, maybe that, to the, the mil- millennials it is. Huh?
5: That buffalo grass looks as good dry as it does uh, uh, when it's growing, Calvin. Well,
2: oh. the good news about that is that there's probably all kinds of weeds in there
5: yeah that's that's what's keeping it green
2: i keep i keep talking about buffalo grass but i don't don't know that i know of any uh, oh there's there's they are functioning lawns out there some of the master gardeners have them but i i'm not familiar with them in my the, the yards that i've close to or visit Um.
5: Uh. Also, uh, in the paper, uh, Neil Sperry has got uh, got some good uh, questions and answers on page C10 uh, on the sport in the sports section, or the sports, yeah, the sports section. And he t- he got some good pictures, interesting pictures, uh, with his column. And uh, we've had uh, had a lot of uh, a lot of questions on shedding bar bark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know the people get upset when they see the bark uh, splitting or shedding or, or whatever. And uh, he's got actually a picture of a very large uh, red oak that looks like it's suffering from and canker. Now I I, I I agree with his analysis, his uh, diagnosis, but I don't necessarily agree with his answer. He said, I'm uh, got a question He said I'm seeing bark on my large tree, not sure type not sure of the type, that is spread that is shedding and falling. What can I do to save the tree or should I remove it and, and move on? And uh, Neil answered he said, You have a very large red oak and it looks like it's suffering from epoxylin canker. Well that's a that's a terminal disease that's terminal. And uh, that fungus moves into red oaks that are under stress following severe drought. It also kills some pecans when we were uh, uh, pecans. Oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, when we were in the severe drought stress, stress uh, stages, um, said uh, they've been receiving. He's been receiving a few questions, not as many as he had in 2011. Um, then he, what, where he goes wrong is that uh, you, you should get a certified arborist on site immediately. It is not an easy situation to turn around. It's an impossible situation to turn around. It's what it is. Because what what's the, what that bark gets losing, the be- starts falling off. You might well have the tree removed. Yeah. The best
2: they can do is kind of look at the. The trees in the vicinity, and come up with a plan for watering them, or to help yeah. see, see if we he can help them. Because uh, I always it seems like every time I see something with hypoxylin, it's on kind of a slope, and it doesn't stop with the one tree that's there. It's yeah, like, like three of them will get it, and, 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 and yeah, it can spread. Yeah, red oak. I mean, I'm thinking cedar elm too. I've seen cedar yeah. Oak, so.
5: But anyway, that bark starts peeling off. Now, we've had other questions about bark uh, peeling off or shedding off. And uh, we, we always talk, talk about uh, cray myrtles that have what we call exfoliating bark so that they, they naturally shed that bark.
2: That's pretty.
5: And it's pretty when it when it sheds off like that. And then we talk about pecans. Uh, A lot of times their their bark was split, especially on an older tree where the the old wood comes in contact with the new wood or where the beginning of the new wood begins. A lot of times you see splitting of of bark. I I had an unusual question the other day on Plant Answers, and uh, they were worried about the splitting of the bark of the Vitex. And I'd never seen that, but uh, I sent that on to Greg Grant, and he said that's fair common. And he he gave it a name. But uh, if you've got an old vitex tree or whatever, uh, splitting of the bark, uh, shedding of the bark is not unusual for vitex.
2: They get to be 60 or 70 years old like in my yard. Yeah. And you start losing some branches and things, too, but it's amazing... You cut the branch off. It's amazing, the recovery yeah. the strength of those. Do you
5: see splitting bark on yours? or bark shedding? Or have you thought about it? it yeah. It's in the old, older wood.
2: Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, I'm thinking... I I think I see it, but it's... Yeah, it's not, not that uh, noticeable. It's, yeah.
5: But anyway, they were worried about the... The people that sent me the picture were worried about the... Uh, Bark splitting. Well, we see it too, don't we, Jerry? When
2: I was trying to remember, you know, seven or eight year old uh, oaks and such that are growing at a good speed at some point in their life, especially red oaks, they convert smooth bark. Right, right, right. So you you see, and that transition is just like the ponds you described, you'll have pieces. Of the old breaking off to make room for the, right, the right. whole new form, and, and yeah,
5: that's what I was talking about. Yeah,
2: it, it does. It does look uh, similar to a disease sometimes, but it's but it, that that's on uh, you know six inch or seven inch trunks and young trees that are growing really pretty fast, and they're just converting to the rougher bark from that smooth bark.
5: And then he has a picture of uh, a decay on a mimosa. uh, And he he, he guessed guessed what it is, but he said, whatever it is, it would be difficult, if not impossible, to turn around. He said, mimosas are short-lived trees. And so uh, whenever they come down... Special here, especially here. Yeah, especially here. And whenever they come down with a certain type of... uh, any type of disease or, or rot or whatever, it's probably best to, best to take them out. Just take them out completely. Uh, here's another question that uh, we talked about off the air um, before uh, that he got. Said uh, we have a severe infestation of edge in our garden. The garden is about to be burned out by the heat. Can we use image to eliminate the nutsedge now and still safely plant a garden in the spring? He says yes. Uh, Neil answers yes. Read the label carefully and be sure you get the best to get. Be sure you get the best result. Um, you, you can also use um, before you plant uh, before the tomatoes come in next week. Uh, you can go ahead and you, if you got Bermuda grass and things like that, and uh, I recommend that you water, uh, water thoroughly to get the grass growing actively, and then, uh, whether it be nuts edge or Bermuda grass, and then use your, uh, herbicide, such as, uh, Roundup, uh, will, will kill the plant, kill the, uh, kill the plants to the roots, the Bermuda to the roots. Or if you don't want to use Roundup, you can use uh, a, a, um, a grass herbicide such as uh, Fuselade or Over the Top or Post or whatever it might be being sold at. So, uh, and you get that on. Uh, one one thing he said on the nut's edge, he said uh, you can use the image. But to make two applications 30 days apart, water the soil deeply after each treatment to get the herbicide down into the root zone. I don't, I don't know where. Yeah, we debated about that. that. Now,
2: on image, there's no. We we got the we got the label and read and the, there's no no root uh new no root action that is. Described, I mean the soil penetrating action that's described. Now there's some other project the products. Um, what's this? It's not Sedgehammer anymore. What is it? It's.
5: Uh, that, I thought it was Sedgehammer. Yeah. It was a Sedgehammer now. Yeah, still Sedgehammer. Yeah. Okay, not manage anymore. It's okay, serious.
2: that that they said that there that there was some.
5: Oh, is that right?
2: Yeah. So so it wouldn't hurt to to water that in the other thing—a little strange about that recommendation—if uh, if the lawn, if the garden is dry, uh, the nut sedge doesn't last long. Yeah. I mean, the nut sedge loves a well-watered lawn. Mm-hmm. I mean, well-watered garden, like uh, you know your fall tomatoes, and that's where it's coming up. Now, uh, if you quit, yeah, you know, if you if you put the herbicide on there, the the image or the sedge hammer, um, and quit watering. You're you're not going to get the the same impact. But I guess I guess if you, I was thinking if you just watered one more time after you applied it, yeah. that you probably. But it's going to come. Yeah, it'll come back in the spring when you put yeah. the spring garden yeah
5: but uh, w- what I was concerned about is, like I said timing of of the fall tomato planting is now in other words, now is the time that's why we've got these uh fast maturing uh, small fruited or uh, medium well small fruited too and medium sized fruited uh, tomato coming on the market now, made a special grow of them
2: so it doesn't sound like Neil is into fall tomatoes,
5: yeah. And uh, he talked about using the using the apple, two applications of this uh, uh, image, and then wait 30 days apart. Well, if you wait 30 days, 30 days from from now to use something on there, uh, you're gonna miss the fall garden. And I think you See, get a
2: yeah. I think you get a good. If you that that gap you're talking about, I think I think you get a, a pretty good kill on uh, from uh, on on your uh, sedges. Um, they stop growing for sure, and so then you plant your vegetables and everything. I, I think I'd be content with that. Trying to sneak into the second one in there.
5: Yeah, I'm not sure that works. But anyway, just read and follow label instructions. That's an uh, important thing. Uh, then uh, somebody wrote in and said that they reseeded their, uh, their, uh, their lawn with Bermuda grass over St. Augustine. Just like Trey said a while ago, he said, Well, most St. Augustine uh, have Bermuda grass in them already. And if you don't believe that, let your St. Augustine dry, dry down or die out, or, or go dormant, and the Bermuda grass will be the first thing to come back, in, even in a pretty, pretty, uh, uh, pretty uniform uh, planted yard. I'm amazed. One, one thing he didn't mention that uh, if you want to. If you want to uh, benefit or, uh, or uh, if you want to stimulate your Bermuda grass lawn, you mow it short. If you want to stimulate your St. Augustine lawn, you water and mow it high, mow it higher. So, and it'll uh, be
2: it'll be the dominant. If you mow high, yeah, water it'll dominate the situation. But it won't. That's the Bermuda grass will still be hiding in there oh yeah ready it for action there.
5: but anyway that's, uh, that's, that's what to do with Bermuda and you could still I guess you, if you wanted to but uh, we don't talk about overseeding uh, or seeding uh, Bermuda grass lawn directly we don't talk about that very much mainly because uh, sod is a Quickest, easiest, surefire, most surefire way to uh, to get a lawn in a hurry. Uh, so, uh, and we've got different uh, Bermuda sods here and Millburgers, and um, we also have different uh, different St. Augustine's here. Keeping in mind that uh, if you've got any shade at all, or much shade at all? You're gonna to have to stick with the site August. Yeah,
2: but you were gonna you're talking about seeding with Bermuda grass. That's not a bad option, especially if you got a you know kind of a new wide open area, soil's well prepared. You could actually be, if you can water. Yeah, you could actually be mowing Bermuda grass in three to four weeks. Right. With seed. Right. But uh, but the key is you got to be able to got to be able to water.
1: Hey, we got to take a break while we do. Give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867. More of Milburger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, even in the dog days of summer, there's always something happening at milburger's Gardening classes for children, gardening classes for adults, blood drives, special events, and all kinds of terrific items on sale. How can you find out about all these? Well, you go to millburgernursery.com, com, and you'll learn all about these great events that are coming up. Now, you'll also learn about what's on sale. I'll tell you a little bit right now. Right now, Millburgers has John Fannick Perennial flocks on sale. This is a terrific plant. It's beautiful. It's on sale in the quart container. It smells wonderful. It'll tolerate the heat. It'll bloom this summer, and you'll absolutely love it on sale, quart size, only two ninety nine. dollars Millburgers is having a special group perennial sale with special perennials on sale, all your favorites in the one-gallon container, now just three You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy
8: Road. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom
0: Homes. And Mike, what kind of homes does Robert Custom Homes specialize in? Robert Custom Homes truly specializes in luxury, kill country, custom home living. You know, we build everywhere canyon lake and north of that into blanco down to the south side of san antonio and out to seguin you know part of what makes the beauty of our custom homes is the fact that we have an asid certified interior designer on staff to produce the finest interior design elements available today our first meeting is usually at our office to get to know each other make sure we're going to work well together and then generally it's a visit to your land we want to see your land and the layout and then usually some of our model homes or our properties or clients properties that are open to us to use as well to so we we can show customers exactly what we mean by integrity, quality, and distinction. For your custom home, go with a home builder that reflects integrity, quality, and distinction. Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how can we reach you? You can reach us on the web at Robert. That's my last name. R-O-B-A-R-E
6: dot net. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurran, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com.
10: Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line
0: through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm, and Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation.
1: Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place, because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority, even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think,
0: I don't have much. I don't own land and property. Uh, My will can wait.
1: Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call
0: attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number?
1: Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308-0800.
0: For Weisinger Law Firm, weisingerlawfirm.com.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Come by and visit with us or call us at 308-8867 like Ken has. Hi, Ken. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes, it is.
6: Um, I have a koi pond that I've had for a number of years, and I like to use the water. Out of that to water my plants. It's nice, you know, to get it off the bottom and it's green and got stuff in it. But, um, I've I understood that, uh, koi will thrive and be more healthy if the water is salty. So some of the uh, farmers, breeders, recommend as much as three pounds per hundred gallons of salt. Wow. <laughs> How much salt can you put in the water and not uh, kill the plants when you water them?
2: Part of it depends on the plant. Yeah. It depends on the soil and how well it's drained. But uh, I don't well, know. Any... Well,
5: if, if the koi if the c- growers are recommending that much, uh, so, uh, they, I'm sure they've done uh, studies on that.
4: So well, may,
6: it's good for the fish. I, maybe it's I good for the fish. There's yeah, it's good for the fish, but I don't think they, you know, on those croft farms, they, they probably don't irrigate with the, with the uh, water that they, you know, use. Those clay, oh, clay I see. you,
5: you were worried about the irrigation water? Yeah, I, oh, I you I know, I don't want to kill my plants,
6: but I like to use the water, so it's, you know, it's uh we kind of uh,
2: you know repurpose, so to speak. Can you mix it? Do you have any other source? Well, yeah, you 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 use. Uh,
6: they even recommend a water softener type salt. They, they say you use any kind of salt other than iodized, you know, table salt. But you put, you know, you add <coughs> the salt to the to the you know the, the tap water. No, line. I it was I was care. meaning I
2: was meaning if you um diluted it even further with other other water. Uh, you know, if you Before had you c-
5: put it on the lawn
2: central yeah, central kind oh. of
5: you, yeah, mix of uh, yeah.
2: pond because
6: well, yeah, right now I, 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 you know, I've got pumps that, re- that cycle the water and I just uh p- pull it off the, the um out of the pond through uh the plumbing that I've got for the filters. Mm-hmm. What do you what kind of plants are you talking about? Well, potted plants, any plants, all all okay. the plants, the yard, okay. uh, you know, frangipanies or ferns or, you know, just in well, the so. house.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, some of the some of them are going to be sensitive to the. I don't know the exact percentage though. Uh,
5: I i I'm, I'm questioning that uh, recommendation. That sounds high, uh, doesn't it? I, I, yeah, it sounds high, and I've never heard heard that recommendation on, on koi. Uh, I would I would call, uh, before I did that, uh, to my koi. Uh, why, why do they say do that? Because it, uh, it's disease control, or just uh, they do better well, in salty water? They call
6: it a kind of a, uh, a tonic for the. For the koi, and it will also, I think, inhibit the fish lice and and gill flukes and uh, some of the critters that, that prey on the on the fish, some of the
5: parasites. Like but I the, said, I I don't think all, all koi. I I used to be good friends with uh Doctor. Ikins Clyde Ikins, who uh, used to raise uh koi and goldfish and things like that and water lilies but I' uh, and uh, Bert Bert and Sally out at uh, water garden gyms before I before I did that I think I'd call an expert either out at uh, water garden gyms and talk to them and see if they recommend adding salt to the to the water
1: and we can ask Claudette here too she's uh, kind of their water garden expert so okay. she's heard of that as well
6: well, yeah, it's kind of a... a, 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 the, a the, um, you know, the science comes from two different camps. The, the, uh, the salty water and, and that, uh, I think most of the corn people would agree that that's a plus for the, for the fish, but for the plant people, you know, I always thought salt water kills plants.
5: Right, it does. Um, it accumulates over a period of time. Yeah, especially if it's not well-drained. Um, and since you're using it, and uh, you you mentioned potted plants, uh, that that'd be the kiss of death to use that on. A if that was especially if that was the only thing you're using, pot, yeah, potted plants. Now if
2: you're watering, you're watering every other day, and one time is a dilute salt solution, and the next time is fresh water, and the water drains all the way through. You're probably you're probably going to do all right on most plants, but there are some that are really sensitive uh um, and so they they might be so that you might have to do some experimentation and uh just have a policy that you you don't water with the salt consecutive consecutive days if you if you got that option because that's what they do on irrigation salty irrigation water they yeah. They rely on oh, okay. diluting it or alternating it.
6: Okay, so there is some, uh, some science in, on uh, using salt water for irrigation then. Okay, well, I thought oh, it would yeah. know, be poison, just, but uh, no, like I say, I've, I, I've had a koi pond for 25 years, and the fish have been reasonably healthy. Every uh, Once in a while, I'll get some fish lice or parasites and so forth that, that I think with some chemicals, but... Um, uh, this uh, particular, read, I was going to do a mail order order, and uh, they said, you know, to quarantine them, and this, this, uh, that they wanted, um, um they re- they recommended, you know, this salt treatment for the, and maybe that's what how they raise theirs, but of course they don't care anything about the plants, and just they're just talking yeah. about the healthy fish.
5: I would check around with some water garden. Uh you know, some places that uh, sell koi and uh, Water Garden Gyms is, is they're the koi experts of, of San Antonio. So if they haven't heard that salt deal uh, then, then I, I would ignore it. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So you've been going for 30 years without using salty water for your koi. So I uh, uh, I'd I'd be careful of that recommendation. All
6: right. Well, I'll check with them out at out at uh, yeah. you know all these water garden gyms, and um, I, I know they know about the fish, the plants. Well, I don't know if they know.
2: Absolutely. absolutely. You, might, you might. I don't know if you do a little web search, you might. I don't even know what the def the their well. They're, I, I don't think you'd have to do much of a web search. You'd find the definition. They'll. They'll say this is high salt water. This is this is uh, low salt water, and these are the only plants that'll that'll affect. There's all kinds of those kind of analyses. Uh, so uh, I'm thinking of so, any kind of soil book, uh, soil well, resource. we've book.
5: we've got that on PlantAnswers.com for uh, salt-tolerant plants for uh, corpus. corpus is, there,
2: is there some kind of definition? On the landscape. Yeah, the, you know, the might. What did he say? Three point five pounds per. Yeah. For hundred gallons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that seems tr- yeah, three, pretty. pretty yeah, high.
6: I, I guess that's. I, I guess that's what I'm looking for. Is what is. Uh, a simple ratio to, to use as a rule of thumb because I don't, you know, I, I want to yeah. try to keep this simple. But uh, yeah, can we, we got to
2: go. run to the news? Okay.
4: Okay.
1: All right.
2: Let That's... us let us know what you decide and how it turns out.
1: All right, we're going to take a break. Well, and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Back in a moment on the answer.
0: We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930
1: AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. That's how y'all can finish talking. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Don't forget, next Saturday is ten uh, from ten to one thirty is Milberger's. Uh, quarterly blood drive. Come on out and donate blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And of course uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. And to make this special, uh, when you go ahead and take a selfie of yourself at the uh, Bloodmobile or uh, inside or wherever and then you post it and share it on Millburgers' site, then uh, you are eligible. One of those folks is going to win a $50 gift certificate to Millburgers. So
5: Maybe we can get a picture of Calvin getting his blood taken. Getting
1: kicked out of the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> getting thrown out the door or of the... Calvin
5: uh, beating on the door <laughs> to get in.
1: Exactly. For him to get in. Hey, for more information, go to milburger nursery.com Y'all have talked about take-all patch a couple of times. Do you have a write-up on how to do the uh, the sphagnum peat on planets? Well, of a planet? course. That's what I figured, but I wanted to ask. Okay.
5: And a picture of the inventor or the uh, the researcher that came up with the oh uh, wow the, Who the is solution that? Phil uh, Phil Harborough? Let's see. No, oh, it's okay. Uh, he, the doctor, he's retired now. They, Used to be in Dallas. They, Cobalt. The no, Phil Cobalt. Okay. Very cool. All right,
1: 308-8867 is the number to call to be a part of the show, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. So y'all are talking about
2: rats? Huh? You're talking about rats? Oh, yeah, he, was, he, he had uh, brought to our attention uh, his tomatoes kept getting chopped off, and the to- tops would disappear, <laughs> and, of course, we... A lot of times our first reaction are, are, are rats, but then, then we look for cutworms and every other thing. Well, it turns out that th- this were rats, and he's drawn the conclusion they were after moisture. Mm. And so he, he started trapping them, and he he caught 40 rats. Forty oh, three rats? Really? Yeah, around his tomatoes, uh, and he Good still catches. Lord. He said catches about one every two weeks now but he uh his tomatoes do much better <laughs>
4: than, than they, so. had,
2: they had in the past so they it's amazing that uh, rats you don't see them but they're li- they need to do a lot of damage they're out at night
5: yeah and they're quiet yeah and uh and you and you, you confuse that with uh squirrels and rabbits yeah. You know, the, da- the damage is the same.
2: And then raccoons. I and mean, then they're as bad as raccoons in terms of the rats will get up in your attic and uh, get in your air conditioning, you know, chew through your air conditioning oh, vents yeah. and make everything inefficient. So they're they're an issue. It's a good reason to have a good relationship to a pest company. Yeah. Or have West Highland Terriers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Then you got West Highland Terriers and rats. <laughs> they don't catch that many.
5: Neil had a question about uh, that that comes up quite often, and and you see on variegated plants. Uh, every every time you see a variegated plant, that means it's green and green and yellow or uh, green and whitish. Yeah, it's a sport. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a different, it's a variation or mutant of a, of a green plant. So the natural characteristic of that thing is to want to go back to green if it can. And uh, somebody wrote in, Why would my variegated larapi have changed to solid green? How can I get it to go back <laughs> short of replacing it entirely? And uh, Neil writes him the correct answer. said, the Larapi in your photo is a green form. It was probably mixed in with a variegated plant and they came up as, as seedling Green plants are much stronger growers because of the chlorophyll in the, in the leaves and everything. More efficient. Yeah, more efficient producer of, uh, with uh, chlorophyll and, and photosynthesis which is why they have overtaken your variegated plants. If you want variegation, unfortunately, you're going to have to start all over. Well, what I always notice with uh, variegated Pittosporum and things like that, where they send out a green shoot, and for some reason people just leave it. So, what, But when, when you see a green shoot on a variegated plant, uh you want to go in and, and make a select cut back back to where it, it originates on the stem and cut that whole green leaf off even though that's growing healthier and stronger and everything else or it will take, will, yeah. it will over yeah. eventually beat per- out that preserve that plant. inferior uh, plant yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> Hey, we got
1: Shirley on the line at 308-88-67, 308-88-67. Hi, Shirley. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
4: Real
10: good. I uh, found an answer to Jerry's copious amount.
5: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
10: I was, uh, <clears throat> the other morning I was listening to uh, KLRN, and mm-hmm. uh, we're well, watching it, and it was this cook. Said, use copious amount of sugar.
5: There you go. All right.
10: It's one. Now, that's cup. always
5: a good recommendation on it for many cooks. And he said one cup <laughs> was was copious. One cup. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I've been hearing it, hearing it
2: everywhere, and seen it in, uh. <laughs> in the newspaper everywhere too it's just amazing that Jerry has that influence, that it's (laughs) appearing in the New York Times and in the international uh, cooking shows and everything.
10: Well, when I heard that, he said copious amounts, and this guy said, copious amounts? How much is that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> said, one cup.
1: You know when well, you one know. Cup.
10: <laughs> so I had to call him that cup. This is one cup at least. Thank you, well, Shirley. I'll, you I'll, I'll yeah.
5: settle for one cup of uh, Osmocota in a container. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Shirley. Thanks for clearing <laughs> that up. Thank All right. you for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Right. Three,
1: Bye-bye. You bet. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Mark is on the line. Hi, Mark. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hello,
5: gentlemen. Hello. Uh-oh. Yes, it it's the me. Mark. The, they're the yep. actually originator and our gardener, the uh, editor of GardenStyleSanAntonio.com. Well, wow. I can't
11: claim to be the total editor. Somebody has correct my English.
5: But, oh, uh, okay. yeah.
11: <laughs> I make sure all the information is correct. Hey, I was calling in because I, too, saw Neil Sperry yesterday. And my first th- I also saw Neil Sperry yesterday. And my first thought on that red oak was actually sunscald, that not hypoxylen. So uh, window,
4: I
5: hope to, uh, I hope that's the problem.
11: Yeah. So I look at a picture and I don't see any of the gray-green dust that frequently accompanies the hypoxor. So I went, "Well, yeah, it looks more like sunscald on that side." So, uh there is a possibility for the life of that tree the life of
5: that Good. Tree. Good. Well, but well, that sure that for sunscald, that sure is far up that tree, isn't it? Yeah, it, is, uh,
11: it, it goes
2: it's all
5: the way from the right now. to. I can't remember yeah, how big is the up, tree. No, oh, it's a big bottom bottom of that. Of that. Here you go. So,
11: uh, and it's a large tree. Usually, this happens when it's uh, freshly planted or within the first five years after being planted. Um, so it is. It looks a little older than that. Well, maybe it takes a little longer for all the bark to fall off.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, where I see it, a lot of the sun scald is uh, on fruit trees, uh, yeah. uh, plums and peaches. And that's, that's one of the reasons why we talk about the uh, trashy trunks, especially in our climate, to leave them. Of course, it's har- harder harder to leave a trashy trunk on a red oak than it is on well, a peach tree I'm or plum tree.
11: And that's the very first thing I thought of as well. I looked at it and I went, well, I think this tree was, uh, the canopy was lifted much too soon on this tree. It looks like it has what we like to call been broccoliized. I mean, it looks like a big head of broccoli uh, and a big long stem here.
2: Yeah, it does, it does not. Uh, looking at the pictures now, it does look right. like it's been several years that before. And if it was hypoxaline, it wouldn't have lived several years. Yeah,
4: but.
11: yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so probably, I don't, I don't that's, see any of the canker on the, on the sperm. Yeah. Uh, but so,
5: you know. It's hard to diagnose that stuff from a picture. Yeah. Yes, yes,
11: yes, yes. Uh, like, I've never had that problem before. Rob, so. uh, a couple weeks ago you also asked me about how much water a mulch uh, absorbs. Uh, before it goes, the water goes into the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, you, you sent out a on the a bat signal for me to uh, figure yes. out how much water mulch does. Uh, yeah, it it does absorb some, but because the spacing is so large, if you had the proper amount, the spacing is so large that uh, that the water tends to go down to the roots.
2: Fairly quickly. I always talked about uh, three eighths of an inch of rain. If you get three eighths of an inch of rain, you can expect it to have a an impact and make it uh, to the soil. But I don't know where I, I can't remember where I got that figure. Yeah, it depends uh, on the rain and the, the mulch.
11: Yeah, we use uh, uh, that's pretty close. Uh, we said uh, about less than if it was less than a quarter of an inch or a fifth of an inch, so 0.25 to 0.2, uh, then then it wasn't going to get to the soil.
4: Oh, so that's okay. That's why we always
11: uh, said uh, water at least a quarter of an inch. So for three, yeah, that's about
1: right. So water about a quarter of an inch per, I'm sorry, what uh, no, was
11: it? At least, a quarter of an inch, okay, of water. and then so, you are assured that it is the so is getting into the ground.
1: So yeah. I was curious if there was a point of diminishing return on mulch. So is yes. is two inches better than one inch? Oh yeah, is three inches so, better um, than two I, inches? I'm,
11: I'm, I'm hesitating on this. Actually, I have gone from three to two to one. Uh, but if you had over the years, uh, in South Texas, but our our recommendation still is two inches
2: of mulch. All right. Yeah, I think, I I think you, of course, you you look at uh, the uh, commercial fig producers, but they use 12 inches. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, so it depends on it depends on the plant and the water availability in the, the soil and the i i would i would be years. yeah I would be surprised if re, if the research didn't indicate that four inches in terms of stopping evaporation and reducing weeds and things that four inches was much better than two inches, but two inches is still good,
11: yeah, but the reason I've gone down over the years is. Most of our rain, or at least half the rain, is, is very light. And so if what you are doing is just watering the mulch. As a very famous person, Dr. Jerry Parsons once said, uh, mulch doesn't do any good if you're just covering up dry ground.
4: Hmm.
5: Yeah, Did well, you that's say that to... That's right. Back during the drought.
2: <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that, that's the key, of course, is that you, that's why we talk about, Putting the mulch down when the soil is moist like this before the summer drought started. Get it down right. now because you know it's well, you want to preserve what you got there and be efficient in terms of any rains. Uh, but who who would expect that we would uh, end up with 0.16 inches for June? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, it
11: uh, yeah, it started in May. It was a shortage in May and then a shortage in June. Uh, and uh, started in July, uh, so we've had three months of below average, below historic averages.
2: Sounds good, thanks, thanks. Mayor. Thanks, sir.
11: All right, yeah, I just had to say that, that I saw the same picture, and that's what I, I immediately bought a something called uh, but uh, but I can't see underneath the bark if there's any canker, but I can't see any canker right there.
4: Okay,
1: well, well poor Neil, check out the uh. <laughs> People just pick it on them.
11: <laughs> uh, hey, the other thing was that I too had never heard about salt with uh, koi. Um, I don't think they do that at the zoo, and they certainly don't do that at the salt garden.
2: Oh, the salt. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, with the salt, I'm, I'm uh, hey, Mar- Mark, do you remember what is uh, uh, what is kind of the breaking point on salt and water?
11: Oh, I have it in, in some literature in the office uh, because I have to review that on a regular basis with the production of the recycled water uh, that we have to stay below certain, certain levels uh, of the salt in our recycled water. Uh, so that's an issue. And, and the recommendations were, like you said, is a lot of the Corpus Christi, recommendations, you can right. take that because that is uh, in an environment that has a lot more salt. Uh, basically, logs above the Saint Augustine Bermuda can take a lot of salt. The other plants, I'm not so sure of. I have to look that up.
2: You don't remember any kind of data? Parts per million or anything?
5: Uh, well, that wouldn't mean anything I'm to the rest hello. of us anyway. Huh? Please. That wouldn't yeah. mean it uh, to the rest of us.
4: Oh, you, oh no,
5: yeah, <laughs>
2: I was just kind of hoping when that he might have better memories than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I was
11: 22, <laughs> I could pop that up here. I want to say they, 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 they do it both in parts per million and desi semen, the electrical conductivity. Um, so I get those, those mixed up all the time.
2: Yeah. But three three point five pounds per hundred oh, gallons yeah. is, is a lot, isn't it? <laughs> I I
11: think you reached a dead sea level there myself. Uh yeah. that was that was yeah. pretty
4: pretty ratio.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's do. I d let's see, what's a pound a pound of water is how what seven uh, let's see, seven, a gallon of water yeah, is seven is that, pounds. Yeah, 700, yeah,
4: I
11: think fluid is uh, 7.48, 7. 7. I think, a pound of water is wow, Yeah,
2: 1,000. Oh, yeah, that's, a, lo- that's yeah. a lot. I mean, that's, yeah. that's I've got to yeah, do that. Cal- I'm thinking it's 1,000 parts per million or more. Yeah.
5: yeah. Well, what, mm-hmm. b- what bothered mm-hmm. me was he was going to water container plants for that water.
11: Yeah, so I yeah. know so, yeah. so, that was even... You even know, he was
5: just going to put it out on the grass or something, yeah. but... When you start watering container plants with salty water, they, you're in trouble.
11: They, they sure. absorb a lot of salt. A lot of salt.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Mark. I say,
11: huh? Hey, thank you, guys. Keep up the good work, as always.
1: We'll talk to you soon.
11: Bye. Okay.
1: All right, 308-8867 is our number. Thanks to Mark for calling in. James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm
12: just fine. How are y'all
1: doing? Good, man. What's going on?
12: Um, I'd like to follow up on uh, Doctor Finch's comment about the trashy trunk. Um, in my tree nursery, we uh, we follow uh, Professor Gilman's recommendations on the trashy trunk, and uh, he recommends that uh, if you leave the trashy trunk and keep those um stems headed back to 12 inches you'll build taper a lot faster than you would if you remove them uh he's recommending uh heading back to 12 inches once you define the uh, nursery canopy and uh i thought that might be helpful to your uh, new tree growers
5: okay
2: yeah mm. I appreciate it and what we're, what we're talking about is uh um uh, and James has given us a kind of a, a variation with some specifics, but a lot of you will remember when you drive by the hill country, especially in the old days, the peaches would be, the stems would be completely stripped of, uh, of pl- plants. The trouble with that is that the, uh, of, of leaves, the trouble with that is that the, the sun burnt them, just like we were talking about with that, oak tree and they're, they're, they're especially a, a horizontal branch is vulnerable or a west west facing branch and so you get you ended up with a lot of sun scald and uh, scarred plants that just reduced the growth rate reduced production and live uh, survivability
4: so Besides,
12: um trashy trunk the the um and, uh, it increases the taper. You get a real good taper if you'll keep, uh, keep those smaller stems on the trunk. Uh, you also allow that bark to age and, and, um, I don't know if it hardens, but it matures a little bit more where it can withstand these, uh, you know, Texas summers. But that's a real good idea on, uh, on younger trees that, uh, that haven't developed a permanent, you know, a harder, uh, uh bark surface right thanks sir sir. Uh, okay have a good one you too james you
1: take care all right, we'll, we'll take this opportunity to take a quick break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're sitting out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'd love to talk to you, so come on out in person or call us at 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, even in the dog days of summer, there's always something happening at Millburgers. Gardening classes for children, gardening classes for adults, blood drives, special events, and all kinds of terrific items on sale. How can you find out about all these? Well, you go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn all about these great events that are coming up. Now, you'll also learn about what's on sale. I'll tell you a little bit right now. Now, right now, Millburgers has John Fannick perennial flocks on sale. This is a terrific plant. It's beautiful. It's on sale in the quart container. It smells wonderful. It'll tolerate the heat. It'll bloom this summer, and you'll absolutely love it. On sale, quart size, only two ninety nine. Millburgers is having a special group perennial sale with special perennials on sale. All your favorites in the one gallon container now just three eighty eight. You'll find these and much much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Verde Road. The crazy stuff happening in Washington means really smart people, I mean the best people,
7: get a chance for the moment to refi their mortgage or pull cash out of their homes until the president can put a lid on things. Be one of those really smart people by getting Cash Call Mortgage's 15-year fixed, no-closing-cost refi at today's super low 2.99% rate in APR. But you need to act now, even if you're in process with another lender. Take five minutes to call and grab this 2.99% 15-year fixed rate with no closing costs from Cash Call Mortgage. Make the cash call at 855-875-CASH or log on to CashCallMortgage.com. And believe me, this is not fake news. First Mortgage is Impact Mortgage Corp., DBA Cash Call Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender. Call 866-900-8744 for disclosures, terms, and restrictions. Not licensed in all states. Not available in Washington State. NMLS 128231. That's 855-875-CASH 855-875-CASH
0: If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days I have some important news for you A free book to help get the most income in retirement from TV host Josh Melberg has been released Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer this free book that reveals simple to understand truths about annuity strategies Call 800-885-4477 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Melberg's book Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed As a bonus We'll send you the number one mistakes retirees are making with their investments today and a free DVD on how you can get more income in retirement. Like James, 57, he wants to retire in 10 years, but is afraid he might outlive his savings. He'll receive more than $49,000 of guaranteed income per year for life using next-gen annuity strategies with a $490,000 annuity. That's $49,000 per year for the rest of his life, no matter how long he lives. Call 800-885-4477 to get your free information kit. That's 800-885-4477. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength of the insurance company. Hypothetical examples, increased income as possible following a specific strategy suited to your financial goals.
7: Hi Rose, thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow. It smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take cyolic aged garlic? What's Coyolic aged garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at Kyolic.com.
1: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas, live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604. And Bull, Verde Road, give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867. Don't forget, next Saturday, 10 to 1.30, we've got the blood drive here at the nursery. Uh, You can find out more about that by going to millburgernursery.com. But uh, Millburgers will give you a nice $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. So for some reason you are uh, rejected that day, you know what? That's okay. They're going to thank you for coming out and trying. And if you go through the process, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will give you a nice gift. And when you take your uh, picture uh, by the uh, Bloodmobile and share it online and share it on Milberger's site, you'll be eligible for a $50 gift certificate. So lots of reasons, lots of ways to support the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, lots of ways to support the community next Saturday from 10 to 1.30.
2: A lot of good stuff going on on Saturday.
1: Yeah, what else, got
2: uh, We've got the Water, Sa- Water Saver Landscape Design School, the one sponsored by the trinity glenrose groundwater conservation district and our friends at the gardening volunteers of uh, south texas that's going to be on saturday august 12th from 8:30 a.m to 1 p.m and it's going to be held at the aldaco's restaurant at dominion ridge which is on the i-10 frontage road very nice facility so you'd be really comfortable uh there and it's easy to get to uh but uh that half a day program you'll get lots of uh, good handouts there is a fee $30 for individuals and $50 for two people from the same household Um, they're going to cover idea you know explain that xeriscape is not all rocks and they're going to talk about designing a landscape that fits your needs and also fits your property's needs those are Mm -hmm. two essential parts of having a success successful landscape if you want more information, go to the gardeningvolunteers.org website, and there will be uh, the information there, and you can uh, sign up. The other thing that's featured uh, with this uh, program is that you can get the one-on-one ID, I, idea consult consultations, uh, counseling. Uh, you bring your ideas about your landscape, your questions, any little plan you have, and they'll... Uh, one of the experts with the program will discuss it with you specifically. So gardeningvolunteers.org for the Landscape School on Saturday, August
5: 12th.
1: All right, again, the number 308-8867, 308-8867.
5: We want to mention that uh, if you've if you got perennials to remove spent flower heads and seed stalks, to uh, stimulate some uh, growth for no, stimulate some uh, growth for fall, a bloom for fall I should say, or growth too. But uh, especially things like uh, somebody walked up and said that they had uh, had bought some perennial flocks here, and uh, she couldn't remember whether it was Victoria or a flock, but. Um, uh, and wanted to know, it said it's bloomed out, it was, it did, did wonderfully, it has done wonderfully, but she was wanting to know whether she should cut it back now, and I told her to cut it in half. Uh, and it will re, sprout and re-bloom for, for the fall. In fact, they, they do better in the fall sometimes than they do in the spring, because you got a bigger plant. And, uh a- after you cut it back uh, go ahead and fertilize it a little bit Another thing that you want to cut back at this time of the year uh, is is your uh, uh, perennial hibiscus uh, like more Grande or or uh, flare or uh, 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 the variegated one is uh, more uh, can think of the barricaded ones now? But anyway, any of your perennial hibiscus that you have that have kind of bloomed out and and uh, for the last month and set seed, you know, it also got some seed on there. Uh, so if you want them to bloom this fall, cut them back now. Cut cut the stalks in, into uh, about half, uh, halfway down. Now, Mr. Mr. Moore and I used to have a conversation about this. Where I would I would cut the plant all the way to the ground, which uh, which he would now this is the originator of Moore grinding biscuits, and uh, which he would get very upset over. He he believed that you should only cut basically cut it in half. But what does he know? What did he know? Yeah, I don't you know. know. I, don't know I mean, just the uh. originator of a variety. Yeah, so, you
2: just you just will challenge anybody, you have no and <laughs> even, even and, the
5: even the creator. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, now mine have have not bloomed out; they aren't producing any seeds. So I guess I would just I'm inclined just to leave mine. I've got some that Dorothy gave me too that always seem to only bloom in the fall.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's true. so.
2: So if you've got you know you may be, and with this heat, hundred degree heat, and it depends on when. How new they
5: are? Yeah, well, that's true to the age. Yeah,
2: yeah so some of them. I'm, I'm,
5: I'm mainly talking cut them in half. i mainly veteran, talking about mature plants. Mature yeah. plants. Uh, that uh, and, and you'll you know what I'm talking about because the plant has had they've bloomed quite a few blooms, and they've got seed pods. Most of them have seed pods. That's the problem. Are uh, that's the problem with more Grande, a biscuit, is it's not sterile and it has a tendency to go produce a lot of seed and quit blooming. So, uh, you want to cut those, those seed pods off. Now, the
2: Esperanza is producing seed too.
5: Yeah, and, yeah. and Prada Barbados. Yeah. They, they're into their seed crop.
2: Now, we used to, we used to say, uh, prune off those seeds in the Esperanza. We were, we were kind of adamant about it, but, the new gold just seem. I mean, the Texas gold key just keeps blooming, whether they're seed pods or not. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So, but I get. I guess you would get a. You may get a little more, especially in the fall. You may get a little more bloom if you get rid of those seed. On pods. Gold
5: Star. Gold That's Star, yeah. yeah.
2: What about the poinciana? Is it worth cutting them off or not?
5: Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see somebody do a study on that. Uh, you know, cut, remove the. In, in, logically, it would be good to to remove the bloom pot, but I mean the uh, seed pot. But uh, mo- most people, <laughs> they get into the habit of collecting seed, oh. or the neighbors that have enjoyed the color of the thing want to collect seed and grow their own plants. Uh, which is fine to try, but it's going to take you a year or two. You plant the sp- seed in the spring, and generally uh, the plant is so small and it, it won't bloom that first year. So if you really want a colorful display, it's just best to go ahead and yeah. uh, buy of uh, Barbados when they're on sale or even if they're not on sale, but we don't know for sure we've that got, we've got a lot out here. Yeah,
2: tonight. we don't know for sure if that uh, deadheading them actually results in right. more blooms.
5: I think what happens with Prada Barbados, since it's such a tropical plant, uh, it's not. It doesn't recover. It doesn't uh, sprout real fast. But I would like to, my, I've got a neighbor that's got a whole, whole flat, a, a, whole, uh, a whole planting of uh, Prado Barbados. And I, I would like for him to cut half of them, down, uh, remove the seed pods from half of them. And the seed pods are sticking up so you could do it with a, a, a shear, you know, just, uh-huh. a, just shear them off. And then leave the other half with the seed pods on there to see if they do get a rebloom in the fall so if you've got several uh, several of uh, prada Barbados, do that experiment for me and uh, like i said remove the seed pods uh, that are forming now the seed won't be any good the seed's still young but uh remove the seed pods from one and don't on the other and then see if uh see if they come back in the bloom faster the, the one that you remove the seed pod of I'm looking at the garden calendar and also it says uh, that uh, that it's time to uh, you should start pruning roses pruning roses back in early August to ensure fall bloom hmm so what do we, we talk about? Labor Day or something? What is that?
4: I
2: thought I thought we kind of gra- gravitated towards Labor Day now too, but maybe that's. I know in the old days, yeah, we talked about yeah uh, this, August.
5: Is, this is an old garden yeah.
2: calendar. Talked about August, well, and the idea is that you want to get them ready for that flush, that fall flush, which can be pretty spectacular. Yeah.
5: Remove one third of the bush with the old canes, dead canes, spent bloom stems, comprising the majority of that is removed. So you want to, as Greg Grant says, tidy up. You want yeah. To tidy up.
2: The not a not a severe pruning ex- experience, but yeah. one of the keys is fertilize, and uh, if they're not watering, not water. Yeah. Yeah. Get get on get them back on a regular watering program so that they can respond to when the temperatures drop in the evening, as we expect them to do sometime in August, uh, they can take advantage of it, or at least September maybe.
5: Yeah, none None of the roses like or thrive in a 100-degree temperatures, okay? <laughs> the roses aren't alone. <laughs> we, we got a call from a, a landscaper the other day. And he was concerned about the way the knockout roses were looking at this time mm. of the year, <laughs> and uh, said we shouldn't recommend them because they don't bloom in the middle of the summer. I said, Did you ask no, him what? Yeah, what, what was does blooming? No, ro- yeah. no rose does. No rose does.
2: Yeah, even even our Belinda's Dream and.
5: The knockouts were nice early in the spring. Yeah. Remember how pretty they were? Mm-hmm. No, the they were gorgeous the for a long season. In the spring, for a long time. But now they're taking a rest. But uh, you can tidy them up now and trim them up if you want to. And they are—they'll reflush. Their flush blooms uh, re- re- regrow, so to speak, when the cool temperatures of fall come in. In September or whatever. Hey, and remember, uh, folks out
2: there too. When you're uh, this t- time of year, you you notice the hackberries growing along your fence line and the mulberries that have invaded your rose bed. And uh, uh, use that uh, stump and vine uh, killer when yeah. you prune prune them off, and you just apply that. That that little brush makes it real easy. Uh, to to apply the material and the advantage is that then that particular one it'll uh, translocate in the roots and kill the whole plant and you shouldn't have to recut that uh, yeah if you don't you, I mean you, you cut those ha- hackberries They'll seems come like back they live I forever <laughs> yeah live forever but and you can be, you be real careful you can get really close to uh, the roses with that as long as you don't touch them. Uh, you know, there's not—they don't translocate from the root system, even when they're relatively close. So,
1: we sure was something that got rid of grass that grows into the little rose thing. It's hard to cut unless you kind of get in there.
2: Just regular Bermuda?
1: Uh, no, regular uh, Saint Augustine.
2: Oh well, that—that that is easy. What? You just use one of the contact herbicides for with for grasses.
1: Okay, so then it won't, it won't affect the uh, the rose? Oh, that's good.
2: Post or fuselate or... Uh, What's
1: it growing into? So we've got the rose, our Belinda's Dream, in a big circle that's got yeah. the, the cement. Yeah. And so we mulched it, but... Apparently, the St. Augustine was more aggressive than the mulch was.
5: Oh, well, uh, St. Augustine loves that mulch, and so does Bermuda. <laughs> oh, okay. So that over-the-top or fuselate or post yeah. or that we always talk about that kills grass and nothing else. You
2: can make straight edges. Wow. With it. Okay,
5: uh, cool. Right, well, that'll make it easier. It's hard to get this out of it. This is a good show to listen to, Milton. <laughs> I'm going to have to start listening. I know yeah. it. <laughs> All right. I never. Well, well, we only talked about Bermuda. We never talked. Well, about Well, I never. We
1: you know, talk. I don't have the problem that we were talking about, so it's like okay. That sounds there you good. go. All
5: right, you hey, you think we're making this up, don't you? <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you Until me? you have the situation, you yeah. Trying. Then you. Then you. Then you care. <laughs> hey, Margie's
1: on the line at 308-88-67, 308-8867. Hey, Margie, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
10: Good afternoon. I have a problem with my grass. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't listened to the whole program today. I'm sorry. Um, My grass was turning yellow in in spots, so I got Iron Plus, and I've had two applications of it, and it seems like it uh, has made it worse.
5: Then what did you add, what did you use? Iron plus.
10: Iron plus.
5: Okay. How are you? How are you? How, yeah, how are you watering? I
10: I use a sprinkler. I don't have a sprinkler system. Okay. I just uh, use a sprinkler about
2: once a week. Is uh are the the yellow spots in the hottest hottest part of the lawn?
10: Well, it's partial shade.
2: Partial shade.
10: Uh-huh. But it um, seems like where it's in the uh, full sun, it's fine. But when it's where it's in the partial shade, it's it's like it's more yellow and hmm. just in spots, just in spots.
5: Now, how uh, are the spots enlarging or and how big are the spots?
10: The spots started, I guess, about uh, I'd say three by five, and then and then it's gotten worse
5: and it's spreading. Um, are they a circular pattern or elongated oh, pattern or what
10: elongated
2: like moth eaten or
10: no it it seems where it where it's the absolute worst uh it's like there'll be one little spot like a moan net, really low, and that'll be in a spot about eighteen inches in diameter.
5: And you, you've used Iron Plus, and that's not greening it up. How, how long ago did you
2: use Iron Plus? The last
10: uh, application was about three weeks
2: ago. Should see that should green it yeah, up. Yeah, should see it. Now, when you when you go look at those spots, do you ever pull on the the grass to see if the roots are okay or the, or the tops that are just yellow? Are the roots I, still I in place?
10: Haven't.
2: I can go out. one. Yeah, one one thing in the in the partial shade, you, you know, we, we think we always suspect chinch bugs in the deepest, or the hottest part of the lawn, but some sometimes you'll get grubs. The grub symptoms should be starting, and they're kind of a moth eaten, but it's pretty distinctive. The tops, the, the grass will come up at the like a toupee. Because the, because the uh, grubs eat the eat the roots. But should I it, have roots if I have beneficial
10: nematodes?
2: Should uh, I have
10: grubs?
2: Well, well, so far, everybody I know that's used beneficial insects, beneficial nematodes, still has grubs, but uh, they're hard. No, they're hard to the use. Grass, the
4: grass,
10: are yeah, hard. Not, the, it it's almost not come up.
2: Nope. Yeah, a hundred degree. Heat—it's tough to use as beneficial nematodes, and get them oh, okay. to be effective. Speaking of rats, um, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> see, do that, do that little exploration, and see if the if the roots are still intact or if the top. Jerry, there, what else do you think that might be?
10: There's one. Uh, uh, the original spot, the roots are looser. They come up. The grass will come up in a, a small clump.
5: Yeah. So I want you to. Happen. I want you to uh do me a little experiment with it in the in the widest part and the worst part of the of the yellowing. I want you to put your water hose out there without the sprinkler and let it run real slowly for about uh, about an hour mm-hmm. Just drop it right down in the middle and let it soak basically soak that area for about an hour. okay see, see if that uh, see if that grass responds to that
10: okay. Okay. I can surely do that.
5: Okay, well, call
1: us back, Margie. Yeah, that's all right. about all we, we'll see. we got to take a break. All right, 308-8867 is our number. we got to go to break, and then we'll come back talk to Evelyn and then Trace right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know, even in the dog days of summer, there's always something happening at milburger's Gardening classes for children, gardening classes for adults, blood drives, special events, and all kinds of terrific items on sale. How can you find out about all these? Well, you go to millburgernursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com, and you'll learn all about these great events that are coming up. Now, you'll also learn about what's on sale. I'll tell you a little bit right now. Right now, Millburgers has John Fannock Perennial Phlox on sale. This is a terrific plant. It's beautiful. It's on sale in the quart container. It smells wonderful. It'll tolerate the heat. It'll bloom this summer, and you'll absolutely love it. On sale, quart size only two ninety-nine. Millburgers is having a special group perennial sale with special perennials on sale. All your favorites in the one gallon container, now just three eighty-eight. You'll find these and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevard Road.
0: Attention job seekers, the Lackland Air Force Base Chapel is seeking a multimedia and graphic designer. Applicants will be charged to manage all aspects of the Lackland Chaplin Corps website, including all print media, PowerPoint and media shop projects plus other assigned multimedia projects an associate or bachelor's of arts is preferred but certification in graphic design will be considered and a background check is required learn more on the community calendar at 930 a.m. the answer.com or call staff sergeant Bibikin at 210-671-2259 heating
9: and cooling a home or commercial building is expensive but now there's an affordable alternative to replacement windows magnetite Energy Home Pros has Magnetite. It reduces incoming and outgoing noise by up to 70%. Plus, it's 115% more thermal efficient. Magnetite reduces energy and best of all, saves you money. When you choose Magnetite, you get the best of both worlds, creating a seamless install that won't change the aesthetics of your current home or business. No dirt, no dust, or construction downtime. Call Energy Home Pros for our free energy analysis and consultation at 210-504-2950. That's 210-504-2950. What are you waiting for? Save money with EnergyHomePros.com. That's EnergyHomePros.com.
8: Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and the staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604, in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210 308 That's 210 308 or online at weisingerlawfirm.com, w e i s i n g e r lawfirm.com.
1: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Um, let's get to Evelyn real quick, and then we'll um, and then we'll do a little shout-out here with Trace. Hey there, Evelyn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today?
10: Um, I put away Dr. Finch's recipe for fertilizing tomatoes. Is it a cup for a square foot or 10 cups for 10 square feet?
1: <laughs> Is that the same? Yeah, that seems like it's the same. Okay,
7: a cup per square foot. I don't know. I'm foot. just
1: asking. I'm uh, sorry. Well, what, Jerry? What would you recommend? Would you recommend a cup per square foot for tomatoes in the ground?
5: Yes. Of what? The 195 Ninety five nine slow so release. Really. Okay, a cup per square foot. Yes,
4: ma'am.
10: Okay. And then the pride of Barbados, when it gets through blooming, well, I keep the seeds off of there as it blooms off, and then I break that off, and then it has new sprouts. Is that what you do, or do you cut it back even more?
5: No, that's, that's what you do, cut okay. the seed pods off. You've done that?
10: Yes, that's what I'm doing.
5: Okay, good. All right. Okay, That's thanks, Evelyn. Work. Thanks for calling.
1: We'll ask Calvin too when he gets off the. He's answering a question. I think off
5: the, I'll, I'll, I'll retract that. I
1: think it's a cup per ten square feet. It's a cup per ten square feet. Yeah. yeah, that seems a lot per
5: for, square foot.
1: Yeah, so a cup, did, Evelyn. Did you get that?
5: A cup for
10: ten square feet.
5: Yeah, if you're using something like 19.59. Uh huh. Now, if you if you're using copious amounts of osmocote, <laughs> <plasma cups, laughs> yeah, then you can get away with that cup okay. per square foot.
10: Okay. I can do that. Well,
5: I'm, I'm thinking it's salty, otherwise. Yeah, 19.59. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, this this is about a square foot. That yeah. would be a lot. That's I'm I thought okay. it
1: was a cup
3: for 100 square feet.
10: Maybe Dr. Finney can refresh 100? our minds.
3: Yeah. 10 by 10.
1: Okay.
4: Thank
3: you.
1: Oh, okay. We'll we'll ask him. All right. All What's right. going on, Trace?
3: Uh, Well, we had a a phone call just a little while ago from Jim Colbin. I wanted to thank him. He's uh, taking advantage of our plant of the weekend. weekend, Yeah, that's great. We're pulling four of these uh, really red yuccas called brake lights for him. So if you're interested in, in a new red yucca that's actually red, we've got it. $24.99. Twenty-four ninety-nine. It's called brake lights. Give us a holler, and we can set some aside for you too.
1: Yeah, and this one I'm going to recommend you go to the internet. I'm guessing that uh, I wonder if Jim was it. Yes. I wonder if that's what Jim did because then you'll see the see how pretty they are, uh, because you may used to be used to seeing yucca in a coral like color, and these are brake light red. So. Uh, It's a good name for them, and it's uh, real pretty on the Internet. There are lots of pretty plants. And then, uh, like Trey said, you can call 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, they'll put aside some for you. So way to go, Jim. Smart move. Okay. So, uh, Calvin, you want to help us?
2: What what am I helping with?
1: Do you want to ask Calvin? No. So uh, Evelyn called in and wanted to know what your recommended uh, ratio was per cup Uh, for fertilizer for tomatoes.
2: Oh, well, I kind of, I've, I've increased mine, but I do the ten cups per hundred square feet as a preparation. All right. Preparation. Which Um, is
1: more like yours. That's yeah. That's one cup per ten square feet, isn't it? Yeah,
2: and then you, and that you do that. You turn the soil over or rake it in, and then you do the make sure that you do the watering that Jerry talked about, the, the pre-planting watering after that, that that's kind of a perfect situation. And if you've, you've been able to do any uh, any uh, organic material, any compost, that adds to it. But then then on the side dressing, every three weeks, and I, th- I think I only use about a, a quarter or a third a cup, Per plant on the on the side on the side dressing every two to three weeks. You probably could use a little more than that if you wanted to, but that seems to to work real well. The one thing is that that you got and I and I miss, mess this up sometimes. Keep it away from that main stem. The slow release lawn fertilizer or, or winterizer, whichever one you use. But Jerry, you think that's uh, enough—a quarter, a quarter of a cup, half, a third of a cup per plant? Oh yeah, two to three weeks. Yeah,
5: sprinkle around the plant.
2: Yeah, that that work—that seems to work. They—and what we're talking about is max. These are these are super producers. These plants that we're recommending, and so to maximize their production, they got to have enough nutrients. So it's a lot more than we used to use in, on tomatoes.
1: All right, so uh, Jerry and Calvin agree on that one. It's one cup per 10 square feet? Yeah. Is that how it works out? Is that 10 cups per 100? I think so. Yeah. All righty. Hey, Trace, uh, two things. We've mentioned the blood drive. Next week, 10 to one thirty. check out MillBurgerNursery.com. But what else? Uh, some good stuff coming in? And
3: well, well we're going to have the, uh, the Lavaca. The Roma Surprise, the Ruby Crush,
2: and some surefires.
3: Some surefire, all in quantity this week. Uh, hopefully Tuesday or Wednesday, those will materialize.
5: And, and they're going to be in uh, four and a half inch pots. Four and a half inch pots,
2: which is which is the really the idea size in terms of value and dealing with the heat we have to put up with.
5: We did a special grow. Yes. But they, these varieties we had such good luck last year
2: yeah they were, they were amazing well in fact we we kind of finished them off we had Halloween tomatoes with the Roma Surprise and, right. and Surefire and uh, BHN 968 and then the big ones followed so we had lots of tomatoes right up through Thanksgiving and beyond all right, and you said more peppers and more veggies, too? Oh, yeah. All right. Those are on their
3: way.
1: Cool. Well, we got to say goodbye for today, but don't forget that blood drive coming up next uh, Saturday here from 10 to 1.30. Spread the word, uh, and uh, get, let's make this a big success. All right. Go to millburgernursery.com for more information. I've got Milton Glick on behalf of the docs. Thanks to Carlo doing a great job, and, of course, thanks to you for listening. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas next Saturday right here on 930 AM, The Answer.